0: what <laughs> do
1: All right, all right, what's going on? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. I'm stealing from coast to coast AM right now, but what the hell? Nobody listens to that show, so nobody would know, right? Only a million people. What's going on? <laughs> Hope everybody's doing well. It is uh, America Unplugged here on Rockfin and everywhere else we're streaming. What's up? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, and I'm joined here by the usual suspects and a very special guest. Tony will tell us all about the guest sitting on his lap. Tone, what's up? The wisest of all the wolves. What's up, buddy?
2: Well, good to see you and Don, Billy. This is Beans the Brave. I always talk about my Chihuahua mix. She comes from the uh, mean streets of San Antonio, and uh, oh. she's been my friend since 2019. I take her everywhere. <laughs> I'm in the satellite location for Wise Wolf Gold and Silver in Denison, Texas. And, of course, that is the uh, former home of Doc Holiday. Actually, behind me, there's a brewery called Say Win, uh, nice. And, uh, of course, birthplace of Dwight Eisenhower. My son uh, was born here in Denison, Texas. And uh, the term Flying Saucer comes from 1870s uh, denison texas the first person to ever see a flying saucer was a farmer here in denison
1: that's amazing because we're going to be talking about flying saucers today yes because the mainstream seems to be talking about flying saucers even though there may not be any but uh, we'll talk about that we'll talk about that in just a bit the legendary don Jeffries, all the way from the swamp ladies and gents hey (laughs) don i want you to tell me is the swamp drained is this a thing I hear that it's being drained as we speak, and there are lower and lower levels of swamp. Wow! Uh, who's, who's, who's draining it this time? Uh, I, don't I thought know. Trump did. Now Biden's draining the
0: swamp. Well, that's not... <laughs> Tell me about it. A, uh, I, yeah, I don't. Uh, the swamp smells as bad as ever. From here, I can smell it in the D.C. suburbs, and uh, you go into D.C. and uh, I don't know if how many times you guys have gone into Washington D.C., but I, I gave up driving. In there, many many years ago, because you couldn't go and park anywhere with that, like for museums, without getting the parking tickets impossible. Yeah. And uh, luckily, Metro made that a little easier. But uh, you know, it's it's i uh, just beautiful city, but it's uh, unfortunate it's populated by such uh,
1: swamp creatures. Swamp creatures, <laughs> swamp thing is from DC, you know, and any other swamp related creatures come from there. Don, tell us what's up. What have you been up to?
0: Not much. Uh, you know, we, we're going to talk about a lot of interesting stuff. I just wrote a thing on Substack where I talked about the uh, the Grammy Awards, Biden's State Ooh. of the Union Address, and the <laughs> whatever the balloon was. So I kind of <laughs> combined it all that and tried to be funny about it. But just, you know, just more indications, just America 2.0, you know, just just everywhere you look.
1: I, you know, I, it's funny you bring that up. I, I didn't watch the Grammy Awards, but a <laughs> huge but, right? I wake up the next morning, my phone is blown up, my, my Instagram feed. I mean, yeah. everything was just like, did you see this? Yeah. You know, and even people I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Did you see this? Like, it was crazy because Sam Smith decided to put on a satanic ritual on stage. Yeah. Satanic rituals in the Grammys, in the Super Bowl, nothing new, right? Nothing yeah. new. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, this one seemed to have touched a, a nerve for some reason. And then yeah. Jay-Z decides to mock uh, Jesus yet again and do an entire, what is it, uh, 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 The Last Supper type deal. <laughs> and they're sitting around in a table and, and, yeah. and, and, and ra- this is really entertaining television. Just sitting there and, and, and rapping and pointing. Like this is entertaining stuff. I, I, don't, I don't even, I don't get that. And there was more type of, all types of Illuminati stuff going on. like. If you don't want to be blamed, uh, to be accused of being Illuminati, stop doing Illuminati things is all I'm saying. We can talk about Sam Smith later, but we're going to talk about some some uh, other things here. I want to talk about Nord Stream and what's going on there. So uh, uh, Seymour Hersh uh, put out an entire uh, story about how Joe Biden and the Joe Biden administration and the government of the United States was responsible for sabotaging the pipeline. Uh, and uh, a false flag, really, you know, that they pulled this off during uh, an exercise, right? Uh, of, of for, for NATO or something. You guys can clarify if I'm missing anything. Um, put explosives down there pretty much and and blew the thing up. Now, uh, Seymour Hurst doesn't really have any concrete proof to prove what he's saying, but a lot of the story checks out. It is very detailed, right? And then we have Joe Biden saying, yeah, you know, uh, months ago, he's like, if if, uh, you know, the, Russia decides to invade Ukraine, we're going to cut this off. You know, and as somebody else said it. I forgot the name of the of the of the, of the lady. You know, she said we're, we're going to stop this. How are you going to stop it? Don't worry about it. We got it. We're going to stop it. It's, it's not going to work. The, the pipeline will be cut off. There are a lot of things here. Right. And everybody's yeah. talking about if this if this actually happens, it's an act of war. No shit. It's an act of war. We don't need you guys to tell us that. But what are the implications of this? The Russians are pointing to America. America's pointing back at the Russians, saying that the Russians did, did, did this to themselves, a self-inflicted wound. Right. For what purpose? I don't understand. I don't know where that would go. Where do the Germans come into play here? You know, I, I want to know that. I want to know your thoughts about that, because, the, uh, you know, the Germans own 49 uh, percent, along with France, I think. Of, of the pipeline, you know, so did they know and let the United States do this? I don't know. A lot of conflicting things. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the UFO that they shot down over Alaska and the little green men that came out of it. Tony Arterburn, mm-hmm. what is going on? Say when. What's up?
2: Well, I think, you know, going back to the Nord Stream pipeline, I mean, it's an obvious to me, it was just obvious that it was an inside job. I mean, you look at the percentage of energy that uh, Russia's dependent on for its economy. Why would it do that? Uh, again, this we're in a sad state of affairs when Russia is the rational actor on the world stage. OK, I mean, this is where we this is where we've arrived. And when you bring up, you know, Joe Biden, he told the press in that yeah. conference that you, what, how will you end it? I mean, what will you do? He said, just just uh, trust me, it, it will be taken care of. I mean, in so many words, he's saying we're going to take care of this. I don't know if if Germany was in the know or they were just told later. But it's clearly a, a NATO operation. You know, this is they, they have decided to go to war they've decided to burn the bridges. They don't want any sort of peace conference or negotiation on NATO expansion or anything. They're going full speed ahead without any sort of uh, backdrop of peace. And this is what concerns me about all of this build up geopolitically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you, I mean, again, these stories are gonna break. Um, will they use this? This is an open question. Will this be used as, as ammo to um, take down the Biden administration? And will they uh, expose this? I, I, I don't know, um, but it's clearly an act of war. Uh, at, at least, uh, you know, secondary could be an act of, of terrorism of the highest order. Uh, but we I mean, it looks like our side, NATO, whatever we're, side we're connected to or drug along with in a, this hostage situation that we're all in, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I i think this is this is going to be more of this coming out. But clearly, if you're observing it, the mainstream media uh, was trying to show you that that Russia did it. And I'm thinking. How, how are you even connecting that logically? Right. <laughs> and a lot of people bought it. Uh, you know, they put their Ukrainian flags up on their profile. <laughs> right. and, uh, right. and Russia is blowing itself up. I mean, this is <laughs> this is insane times, Billy. But yeah, I just, it, there's going to be more of this to drop. And I don't think we've seen the last of it.
1: Uh, I think you're absolutely right. As per normal. Don Jeffries, what are you thinking? Well, if, if I was Sherlock Holmes and I'm inve- uh,
0: conducting an investigation, uh, the top suspects have, have pretty much made themselves suspect. Joe Biden, as Tony pointed out, on on tape. Saying, hey, you know, I mean, if you're, it's a murder investigation and somebody, someone, somebody says, oh, you know, hey, look, I tell you, I'm, I'll make sure he doesn't be able, he's not going to be able to do that. Uh, he basically said, no, don't worry about it. The, you know, the pipeline, you don't have to worry about that at all. And then you have Victoria Newland, a spokesman in the government, the same woman who has loose lips that sink these ships. That talked about the admitted we had bio labs over in the Ukraine. She said the same thing. Ah, it's not going to be a problem. Don't worry about it. So uh, you, Seymour Hersh is. Uh, a real investigative journalist. I have a a little bit of a bone to pick with him because he he wrote a really vicious anti Kennedy book way back in the day. And, you know, I'm a Kennedy fanboy, but he, uh, he used a lot of CIA and mafia uh, type of sources, which I I don't like. And he also doesn't seem that concerned about the JFK assassination, but he's done some great work in other areas. He was the one that talked about seeing the, uh, and I, I I talked to Seymour Hersh on the phone last year. I called off, he answered his phone. And uh, I, was, I was trying to, for Hidden History 3, I was trying to see, you know, what what's an update on this, this tape? You you He told in public, he said, we have videotape of American troops raping Iraqi boys in front of their screaming mothers. Okay. When they see that, the whole thing's going to come down. He, now, this is, what, at least 10 years ago, right? Uh, n- nobody's heard any more about it. I mean, talk about Hunter Biden's laptop that it's, talk about explosive there, huh? Right. But uh, so I wanted to ask him that. but He wouldn't. He just said, no, I got a new book coming out. I, I can't talk. And I said, OK, so uh, so he does reporting that no one else does. But what's interesting is that when he came up with this saying he had whether he has evidence or not, I don't know. But I think, you know, it's logical to assume that we did it since we claimed pretty much we were going to do it, uh, that regardless if he evidence or not, the media has ignored his story. This guy is, I think, a Pulitzer Prize winner. He's a mainstream reporter, former New York Times guy. Nobody else other than Tucker Carlson, of course, no one else in the media touched it. Yeah. I mean, how do you, even if it's not true, why wouldn't you report that? This guy's claiming that, but of course, so, you know, nobody, the Biden administration, I guess, doesn't have to deny the story, but uh, <clears throat> interesting stuff because uh, this this guy has a track record of reporting, uh, you know, obviously explosive, things like that, so, we'll see what happens. But I I think, you know, clearly the, the, the chief suspect, but again, the way these politics are played, I don't think it might not have been an act of sabotage. Again, this is just maybe the way the game's played. You know, this is the way the script was written.
1: I was on uh, with, with guard Goldsmith yesterday, and we spoke a little bit about um, this situation. And, you know, I want to side on that. I don't want to side on that, but I am going to side on it. I think, uh, I think uh you know the United States government had something to do with this you know I mean it's that's an easy conclusion to come to um uh, but at the end of the day like I mean uh, the only people that are reporting on this like don mentioned you know is is the right you know it's more than just tucker but it's it's the right that that has taken it and, and has reported on it the the left has largely ignored it right um but uh, I also want to point out that the, the hypocrisy of the mainstream media and, and I did this yesterday, but I'll do it again here, um, because this is right now a conspiracy theory. It's what it is, right? Uh, I mean to, to the bare bones about it, it's a conspiracy theory because we don't have any proof and uh, and we're we're taking circumstantial evidence, putting it together and and you know pointing towards a conclusion. So my, my cat's over here distracting the hell out of me. I don't want him to step on my board, so I'm trying to push him away, but he's not. He's not listening to me. So I, I apologize. Um, but uh, yeah, so when when and I gave this example yesterday when we came up with um, hearing the alternative talking about um, that that the virus uh, COVID came out of Wuhan, you know, and, and was uh, genetically engineered, right, and 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 came out of a lab was man-made. That was crapped on you know, by the mainstream. They said it was nonsense. They said it was a conspiracy theory um, and wasn't accepted until they decided to accept it and gave no credit to uh, the alternative media. This is the opposite that's going on here. They are pushing a conspiracy theory that fits their needs, whether it be true or not. I think it's true, but it fits their needs. So they're pushing it. They're embracing it. And uh, since we didn't come up with it, it's not crazy. Give me your thoughts on it, Tom.
2: Well, it seems that the only way the sheep will uh, buy into a narrative is when John Stewart goes and jokes about it on Colbert. So we're going to have to wait for John Stewart to embrace the narrative that we inflicted our own wounds. But, you know, they could uh, they could even claim that it was courageous, that we had to do it. It was uh, something we needed to uh, kick off. We had to be preemptive. I mean, this is like the narrative of the Iraq war. You know, if we don't stop Saddam and his death ray, he's going to <laughs> incinerate the world or whatever with his WMD. I think that they can spin whatever narrative they like. Um, but there's always a lag time between those who are actually paying attention in real journalism and then what happens in the narrative. So in between that time, this is the scary part. I mean, what else are they going to infuse and, and have how long are people's memories? I think that's another issue.
1: What's up, Don? What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, the, again, this, I, I think that. Uh, the way politics is played, I, again, I don't believe anything that we hear. So however it comes out, and certainly the media is, you have to lot. certainly a great point about Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert. Once it gets on those, those shows, it, it gets accepted. So maybe they'll start joking about it, but it's interesting. Again, this subject again shows how the left and right have completely flipped roles on the spectrum. Again, when I was young and I gravitated to the left, the left would have been the ones that would instantly, regardless, would first and foremost have suspected the US government and the military of doing it. that they always looked at that. They talked about the military industrial complex. They talked about the CIA and the FBI now. The right, of course, would defend them come what may. They never did anything wrong. You know, if patriot they'd start waving the flag. It's exact opposite now. This the anti-government stuff, the distrust of the military, the CIA, and the FBI is being driven by the right people like well not all the right you still have a lot of the republicans that embrace this you know still but but uh but no one on the left i don't know of anybody outside of seymour Hearst, glenn greenwald matt taibbi uh cindy sheehan my friend cindy sheehan Cynthia mckinney who is so far out there she's not really on the left even but um that that are, are skeptical at all of the the because of Trump, and this is all goes back to Trump, because Trump changed the dynamic, changed the way the spectrum works, because the left reacted to him so strongly and hated him so much that no matter anything he might have alluded to, and he alluded to a lot of great stuff, over the anything he might have hinted at, they still hate that. So if Trump criticized the CIA, the FBI, and all that, and then, of course, the CIA and the FBI seemed to be against Trump. They've got to take the side of the CIA and FBI. And I, I see people all the time that for years said the uh, CIA killed Kennedy. Now, Tucker Carlson says it and they're upset. Right. You know, so it's because they, I guess they don't think it anymore. So it's changed. And, of course, conversely, on the right, the people that uh, that love Trump, they're the ones that responded. May, they might not have ever responded to anti-FBI and, and, and CIA. Certainly conservatives wouldn't. But because Trump talked about it and they grew to embrace him. They're now in that camp. So it's it's really interesting to see. I never saw that coming where they completely flip-flopped the political spectrum. And you can look back to the 1970s or something and look now. And it's the right that raises, not all the right, some of the right, that raises all the, like the Freedom Caucus type right. They're the ones that raise some of the issues the left used to raise. And the left is just I don't know what they're raising other than just running around screaming with their pussy hats. And I I don't even know what the hell they're talking about at the time. They're just insane. But uh, so that's the new reality, I think, in in American politics.
1: No, I I don't I don't disagree with you. It's it's uh, I I just think that, uh, you know, it it comes from a bad place, regardless of maybe sometimes it turns out that good things come out of it. But I, I think a lot of the people that Trump brought in. They they have a different outlook of where this is going or or where it's supposed to go, you know, and and that needs to be changed somehow. In my opinion, I don't know how we do that, but but I I think that's a part of it. Regardless, um, Blinken, the Secretary of State, said that it was you know pretty much never let a good crisis go to waste. He just said like, hey, we need to take full advantage of this, you know. Um, Tone, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this at you because you you have a you're the man when it comes to this this is your wheelhouse man um what's the end game here what are they trying to do they i mean it's, it's everybody knows or assumes reasonably that it was the u.s is russia going to retaliate in any way shape or form um or, or or what what does the united states seek to gain by doing something like this
2: well, I think bigger picture is you're looking at the death struggle of the petrodollar, Billy. Since 1971, when Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard, we were looking for a way to tie our dollar to something, some kind of commodity. And of course, that came out of the mind of Henry Kissinger. Um, and you look at the, the merger of the dollar and, and oil. And uh, again, that's where most of this, the transactions take place. And the Ponzi scheme is popped up or propped up by the use of the dollar as the world's reserve currency. So my analysis looking at all of this is that the bigger picture is the, the U.S. and the military-industrial complex knows that its life's blood is the U.S. dollar. Without that, the entire thing falls apart. So what we're looking at is, is I think, a scenario in which they're constructing, in order to save the dollar, the U.S. and its rulers need war. Hmm. And again, I don't like that, that uh, this is something that um, you look at uh, the Socrates AI program that w- was running – Uh, some time ago. And then they said they said the same thing. It was uh, the U.S. needs war to prop up the petrodollar. Uh, This is why tensions, I think, are mounting again with China, even though we gave China everything since 72 when we opened China and, uh, you know, giving it most favored nation trade status in 2001. So all of these things kind of track back to the fact that the U.S. is in decline. The American empire is in decline. The dollar uh, you know, 80 percent of all the dollars ever made were made in the last 36 months. So, it, you know, in order to stave off Weimar Republic hyperinflation, it needs the Ponzi scheme to continue. That's why we don't have we have inflation. We have massive record inflation, but we don't have anything uh, like the consequences of printing trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars would actually bring to any other nation because of the fact that the world uses the dollar. But the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, they're 40% of the world's population just alone without even adding Saudi Arabia. They want to add Saudi Arabia, which again, if you do that, that's where the conversion from the, using the dollar to buy oil as the petrodollar can go to the, to the yuan. That is the death knell for the US dollar. We're 5% of the world's population. We've been dominating the, the world stage with our currency and our military and 700 bases in 132 countries for decades everything comes to an end. We've overspent, we've over leveraged, we're over committed. Everybody knows that the U.S. is is bankrupt uh, for, foreign policy wise on paper. I mean, they can't, we couldn't, we couldn't come to the aid of all the commitments that we've already uh, get doled out over the, the cold war years that are for whatever reason are still in place. So I think what you're seeing is a, a scenario in which they, they wish to save the dollar and they need to push Russia into a corner. I think what the the goal here is, in my my opinion, is exactly what happened in February when they pushed Russia into invading Ukraine, kind of in an existential crisis. Like, we're going to bring, you know, we're going to put more weapons, more bio labs. We're going to use Ukraine to launder money. We're going to, you know, bring Ukraine into NATO. And that is a that's a that's an existential threat, a mortal threat to Russia on its borders. So they force Russia to invade. I think with the pipeline and cutting off, I think they're just sending a signal in very complicated language that. You're, you're no longer you're not going to be integrated, you're going to be isolated. You're going to be alone. So they've driven Russia into the arms of China. We did the opposite of what we did in 72 when we opened China uh, uh, under Nixon and with Henry Kissinger. That was a uh, for whatever you know you think about that administration. That was a way that we engineered peace in the coming decades. We had detente. We had the strategic arm limitation treaty. So there was a lot that got done by by opening up uh, other nations to trade and, and talks. And we're isolating. So we're doing the opposite of what we did uh, 50 years ago. And that's what concerns me.
1: Don, closing thoughts.
0: Yeah, certainly. I, I can't disagree with anything um, Tony said. Again, I, I just think we look at it that uh, when we analyze the and certainly since the idea that if Russia is going to do anything. And I, I, I mention this. I mentioned this regularly now on the show. And I mentioned it on Jeff Rents, too, uh, for a year or more. We've been talking about Russia doing this, Russia doing that. And Russia hasn't done anything except whatever they're doing in Ukraine. And it appears to be kind of a very slow advance, uh, to say the least. And um, so I'm and, and again, there's lots of reason to question anything that's going on over there, because we've seen I, I bring that video up all the time of, uh, of the guy, you know, the dead bodies under the, the body bags and the guy, uh, one of the dead bodies pushing up the bag so he can, he can exhale a cigarette. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what that means, but it doesn't look legitimate to me. So I question everything coming out of there. And of course, the war zone where this guy Zelensky and his wife are having, you know, uh, pictures taken by uh, Annie, Annie Leibovitz, who is the uh, the star. I think it's her, Annie, Annie Leibovitz, the one that has Rolling Stone used forever to chronicle all the rock stars. She was the official photographer of the elite. So they send her there to get this guy in the middle of a war. And uh of course Bono. By the way, did you notice Bono was at the state of the union? What the hell was he, Bono he doing at the like state a, of the
1: he looked like an old lady?
0: Oh, he looked horrible. And I, he, I it's like he, I don't know who he was sitting next to, but what Jill what, Biden in front yeah, of her. It, it, oh, was he okay? Was he sitting next? Well, I'm sure I'm sure Jill's a huge bono fan, but uh, Dr. Jill. But I I mean, have she did better than him. Well, <laughs> yeah, she did. But I mean, what what is you know, what is he doing there? But he, he went to the war zone to, again, right in the middle of the war zone to hold some kind of concert. And I, I just, I don't know, did rock groups go over to Vietnam and hold concerts during there? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I, I question everything from that to the weather balloon and everything else. What, what we're being, I think, are largely distractions. And I understand the people that, uh, you know, I, I understand, I have some affinity for the Miles Mathis of the world that think everything is fake. Because a lot of it, when you look at it, does look fake. What is really going on? But I, no, I don't think there will be any response from Russia. And I'm increasingly thinking that there will not be a literal World War Three. Because I think they're happy with the World War Three they have there, where all the governments of the world are are at war with their own people.
1: No, I like it. I I, I, I mean, I don't like what's going on, but I'd rather this than a hot war. You know, so, yep. so there is that. And ba- Bono's friends with the Pope. Like, I, I, what happened? Like, I mean, I don't understand. The, the, the guy was, you know, well, I guess when you get older. I mean, I don't know. So he's cool with the Pope. He shows up at the Vatican. He chills with him with him all the time. So it doesn't surprise me that uh, he was at the State of the Union. And we could talk a little bit about Joe Biden the State of the Union in just a sec. I do want to talk about the UFO yeah. that was shot over Alaska last night or on Thursday. I don't know when, but they reported it last night and everything went nuts. But, but the thing is, it's the verbiage why are they calling it a UFO you know on purpose I mean it's uh, we you know what's attached to the ideas that are attached to UFO right I understand that it's an unidentified flying object I get that right but there are different ways of framing this I don't know it makes me think that that we're we're getting primed for something you know like they're they're getting us ready for something project tell me about it Don. what's up yeah, no, I, 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 there's a lot of people are thinking
0: that, that this is why, or that that whole story of the balloon, and I, I wrote about that in Substack, it's, it's again, it's it makes no sense on any level. If this was a spy balloon, China's not sophisticated enough to come up with a better way to spy on us than sending a, a slow-moving balloon that any, I mean, uh, Haiti's defense system probably could attract it. Uh, but, you know, our defense system, the the greatest the world has ever seen, we couldn't get it. We couldn't uh, stop it or do something to it until it hung over in Montana. And then we let it sit there for days when we claimed it was a spot. I mean, I, I have to think they would come up with some kind of better spy thing that wasn't quite as conspicuous. So that makes no sense. And the fact that it did maybe symbolically planted that idea in the heads when you, you know, people, when you're looking up at it, it looked like a UFO from a distance. Uh, was this to prime the people? And then you have this other mysterious object that they call the UFO So this plays into the people who who, uh, remember Project Bluebeam, the fake alien invasion, which we've talked about for a long time. Tomorrow's the Super Bowl. I don't know. It'd be a nice time for a fake alien invasion. But I, I I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I I, I don't make these predictions. But you know, (laughs) if a mysterious balloon or some some craft shows up over this over the stadium, I I they'll get the best audience they're going to have right at the Super Bowl. They get the biggest audience possible. I, I don't know but it's it's again it's curious and everything they do the fact that they're again I talked about this before the JFK assassination was my baby that was my wheelhouse issue from the time I was a teenager but second was UFOs right and and I read everything on UFOs and and I you know I was an expert on it I could talk about all the cases and all that stuff I looked up in the sky all the time desperately hoping to see a UFO never did although I saw lots of strange things you know if you if you spend a lot of time looking up in the sky you're going to, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Cause you'll see things like, why is that plane? You know, why is it doing that? You know, you, see, I, at least I did, I don't know. But, uh, but, uh, so, but I kind of left it behind a little bit. And I came to the conclusion that whatever these things are, they're real definitely, but they're not alien. There's some, I don't believe they're aliens, but, and then I started hearing about, uh, John Keel was very instrumental. The guy who wrote the eighth tower, the guy that wrote the Mothman prophecies, he was one of the first ones to come out there and say, you know, they're trying to make you believe that these are aliens. They're definitely real. The people aren't lying to people experiencing something, but they're trying to make you believe it. And they tried to make lots of people believe for a long time, the government covered it up. They demonized those people and said they were crazy. And now in the last couple of years, suddenly everybody from 60 minutes to Tucker Carlson many times right. has been having these things on and treating them respectfully, treating the people that see them respectfully. That's a huge, uh, sea change, man. So I, I, don't know what it means, but it, it does play into the hands of those who believe maybe we're going to have a fake alien invasion. People will be receptive to it.
1: Sub Tony?
2: Well, I'm in Denison, Texas, as I mentioned earlier, which is the uh, birthplace of the phrase flying saucer from the 1870s, where a, a farmer supposedly saw what he's described in the, you know, flying over his farm this is before we had, you know, flying vehicles in the air before the, before the Wright brothers. So, um, I think that this is a real phenomenon Uh, from everything that I've studied. I think there's 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 strong evidence to point that there are are such things as UFOs. However, I'm with Don on this. It's very strange. Uh, You change the narrative. You go back to Project Grudge or Project Sign, uh, Project Blue Book. These were all uh, operations within the government to uh, to delegitimize anybody who saw uh, UFOs, anybody who would witnessed anything that was a phenomenon of that level. And uh, we've been doing that for decades. So I think it would be interesting to trace when that stopped, because now instead of again, you know, the rational explanation for why they've never done disclosure is because they'd have to admit that they cannot control the skies. The military would have to admit to the people that they can do nothing about these mysterious objects that are zipping across our continent uh, unimpeded. And I think that's the issue. But now they've decided they're going to disclose that so that's what's concerning if you look like at the tic tac video and they want to change the phraseology and wasn't it like uh, uh, un- unmanned or unidentified aerial uh, vehicles uavs or something like yeah, that yeah. instead of ufo so they're changing the phrase this is a very important the language is always very important but if you look at these videos that there's the you know the navy pilots are picking up and and other things that have been disclosed I, you know, i'm kind of of the mind that that might be us you know, trying out some of these vehicles that we've possibly re-engineered yes, uh, yes. From, from down craft. I, I, the, 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 if you read into, you know, like Jim Mars wrote a book in the, in 1997 called Alien Agenda, which I thought was fantastic. Um, there's some real journalism in there. And a lot of the, I mean, you, just the amount of sightings and the amount of things that have happened to, that people have seen since, uh, you know, since Kenneth Arnold in 19... 19- 47 in Mount Rainier. Yes. I think there's a massive amount of evidence, but it, it, it is strange that they changed. There was a bend in the river of the narrative. And it wasn't that long ago. It's probably three, maybe four years ago where they started to come out. Look at these tapes. Look at what we've seen. And uh, no, it was it was 2017. It was right after Trump was elected and sworn Got in. It. it was the New York Times ran that story. You know, if this wasn't any weirder, check it out. And they, that's when they released the Tic Tac <laughs> yeah. video. Yep. So I, I, I'm, I'm just the truth when it when it ends up being you know filtered through the mainstream media and the mockingbird press that's where the truth goes to die so i, I don't follow these stories i'm i i'm confused at what they're doing but it's not good let's just put it that way. They're, they're trying to change the narrative on these and maybe use yeah. them to their advantage if they can't control
0: it if if people want to see how they, the narrative used to be they can they can they can probably find on youtube or somewhere The many appearances of Dr. Carl Sagan, I I hated with a passion. I'm sorry. I used to call him Dr. Carl Sagan derisively uh, on Johnny Carson back in the day. Because Johnny Carson not only, you know, was uh, screwed over Jim Garrison and, you know, was tried to fiercely defend the Oswald did it thing, but he would ridicule. He was supposedly an amateur astronomer. So we'd have Dr. Carl Sagan on and they would discuss billions and billions. And of course, Sagan was trying to promote alien life all the time, but he was ridiculing anybody on Earth that saw a UFO. They would constantly talk, oh, why is it always a Brazilian farmer that sees it? And they I used to piss me off so much as a young guy who was reading these UFOs books. <laughs> and uh, so I hated Carl Sagan. I know he died to you. I'm sorry. But some people remember him as, as a uh, as some kind of hero. No, no. He helped. And Johnny Carson, obviously, too. But look at those clips and you'll see how it used to be. I mean, they they really they played to the audience. Well, oh, let's laugh at somebody. saw a UFO. And I, you know, there are so many people whose lives were ruined by right. these things no one got rich on ufos no one got rich on saying they saw a ufo told maybe the what was the guy uh whitley Striebel or something maybe he did writing about the grays and stuff eventually the, the, I was lost interest in it by then but the people that the brazilian farmer types the people that would see that they'd report their and their stories of course were ridiculous you know my favorite was the the craft that landed in the back of some farm and the guy goes out to examine it. Of course, humanoids are always humanoids. Very seldom do people see little green men. They were almost always human people, because I think they were from Earth. Obviously, uh, some kind of secret up. Op- and they just uh, gave him, handed him a plate, a plate of pancakes, and took off. Now, who would make that story up, right? But that's the kind of and you would have those kind of ludicrous contact tales, and I—I I used those are my favorites because. No witness is going to make, they're going to make up something better than that. Uh, But, you know, the pancakes were analyzed and of course they were just human pancakes, but, you know, saw them in a crowd. They would ridicule these people, usually just like other whistleblowers, their families would leave them. A lot of times they'd have physical burns and things like that that couldn't be explained. So these were real things. They ruined people's lives and I just resent the hell out of the media and the government now acting like this is something new. Like the videos they see now. First of all, the videos now are less impressive because you can CGI anything. You know, we don't know if that's real. But back in the days when you had videos in the 60s, home movies and stuff, the 70s, they were harder to fake. And they would they ridiculed You had people, I think it was in Brazil again, somewhere in South America, where you had 10,000 people or something watch these lights in the sky for, you know, hours. And so these were, were they all mass, you know, a, a delusion. But they ridiculed all these people. They ridiculed the idea. So I don't know what their game is now. But uh, watch the Super Bowl tomorrow. Make sure there's no uh, crafts, <laughs> crafts flying over at the pertinent point in the game.
1: Man, halftime—that's the time to check it. Rihanna's going to be on stage <laughs> doing a ton of Illuminati stuff. he's <laughs> probably opening up some portal, and boom there <laughs> come the ufos i i loved that sort of stuff i still do i want to ask you guys well tone tone is my age so i don't think tone would know so i'm, I'm gonna ask you done um because I, I know carl sagan but he's a little bit before our time when yeah. when he was popping off is it safe to assume that carl sagan and neil degrasse tyson are are the same type of people right now like was was carl what is neil degrasse tyson the new carl sagan is what i'm trying to say
0: yeah, well, uh, maybe in some ways, but but Sagan was, uh, DeGrasse Tyson is more of a pop. almost well, yeah, everything's celebrity. Been yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so right. he may be, maybe he's the newer version of Sagan, but Sagan yeah. was considered a really deep thinker.
1: Right.
0: You know, his, uh, his, his books were bestsellers, and lots of people who I like admired him. And of course, again, people that believe in the true science that don't question anything about science. Sagan was the high priest of, of, of science at that time, yeah. and he knew how to sold it, sell it. And uh, but you know somehow his theory that there are billions and billions of you know all these planets are inhabitable and there's got to be life everywhere, but these people that seeing these things and people are acting like they're from outer space, none of that was real. So it was a like a psyop, I think, that they were putting on people. But the DeGrasse Tyson is more, um, I, I, he he's well again he's in a woke age. So he's usually just like, in you know, basically hysterically defending the vaccine and stuff like that. I have not heard Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about UFOs. It'd be interesting to see what his view on it is. See if the establishment scientific community has come around now to admitting they're real as well. That would be interesting.
1: I, I, I'm i not uh, banking on that. I'm not holding my breath, you know, or <laughs> or he'll give some other type of explanation. But he, he has come out against the flat earth for several times. I've seen that, you know, and. Very mainline, very mainstream, very actor-ish mm-hmm. is is what I the vibes I get from him. I'm not saying he's not a smart guy. I'm just saying he's he knows how to play up to the camera. Well, very Co- well. Cooper
0: Cooper Sheen resents me putting on the he says um no he is not do not put Tyson on Sagan's level so
1: no he was ridiculing S- I, I, Tyson or he's a big fan of Sagan still I don't know <laughs> no is that I mean the, there is uh, like for every generation there's a guy you know so I I think Neil deGrasse Tyson years from now is going to be looked upon as if he's carl sagan not because they're the same just because that's what this generation has been exposed to yeah you know yeah. they I mean? were like oh my god this guy is so brilliant but not necessarily it's just it's the the de-evolution the degradation of mankind so it just it happens with music it happens with science it happens with everything it's just going to keep getting worse as opposed to better in my opinion uh so that's what i'm trying to see like because uh, carl sagan is the dude right by, uh, by everyone's, uh, you know, uh, opinion now, you know, everybody's like, Oh my God, he's so great. But I, I didn't see him. I saw him after the fact, you know, Don did. So I, I don't know. He
0: wasn't know. great.
1: Let me tell you. I Right. So, you know, you have to be there to experience it to see what's going on instead of when, when people die, it's the, they're the greatest things on, since sliced bread, regardless of what they mm-hmm. well not everybody, but mostly, you know what I mean? Anyway, UFOs over the Super Bowl look for that. that That <laughs> might be a thing. Don, we spoke about something before. Oh, right, The Twitter hearings we spoke about we want to speak about that, but you want to speak about the State of the Union. So I'm going to throw it to you then I'm going to go to tone. What's up with the State of the Union? What did you think? I well, think let, let, let me just tell ahead. the people. Yeah. Let me just tell the people, okay? I want to speak to you guys one on one, right? To all the people that said, Joe Biden is a zombie. Joe Biden can't can't operate. He can't find himself. And I know at times he can't. Please answer this for me. What type of adrenochrome did they give Joe Biden before the State of the Union address? I need to know so I can have some of it too. Sure, he still mumbled and stumbled because that's what Joe does. He was kind of on fire. It was kind of like, kind of like, you know, nineties Joe Biden when he resembled Ric Flair. Not saying he was good, not saying he's a good guy, but he had that character, you know. Anyway, go ahead, Don. What's up?
0: Yeah, I don't know if Fred would like that comparison, but uh, <laughs> but 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 Biden. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that that again, that makes people look silly that think that Biden was cloned or uh, or uh, Hillary Clinton said. But you're seeing the same thing because Biden did look like he was on his last intellectual legs, mm-hmm. legs, and that's why he hit in the basement. So. Yeah, this Biden now he seems. Uh, you're right. I mean, he he was he was as impressive as any other stupid president. Right. I mean, as exactly. Right, as Being able, right, being right, able right, to right. spit out the That's rhetoric really and get his dumb people to jump up and cheer. But uh, yeah, so either either he's been uh, really loading up on the adrenochrome, or he's you know he's 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 got a lot of children's blood. He's been again, I don't know, but <laughs> so so maybe maybe he's you know this worked for him, but something has changed there where he's. Uh, he does appear, but then, but then the next day he'll go out and you'll see him shaking hands with the air again. So I know. I so, and I, I alluded to it before, maybe this whole thing is a PSYOP and he, yeah. like Trump, the reason, do, do we really think Trump doesn't know, like to say the same phrase, like eight times in a row in 30 seconds. So it infuriates people, you know, that is it. That is it. You know, he, he does that and he has to know, but I think that's part of the PSYOP and maybe for Biden it's, yeah, go ahead. You know, throw them some red meat, walk walk around and, and we'll all ignore you you know and, and shake hands with the air and stuff because I, I, I don't believe any of that stuff. Those things were like he was tapping Obama on the shoulder and Obama wouldn't turn around and like I, I refuse to believe that was real that was theater, I think. I, I can't believe people act like that. He's the president of the United States and he, he's captured on video walking around at a party and no one will talk to him, really? And that they have video of that. so I, I have a you know hard time believing that, but the State of the Union thing, uh, other than as I wrote in my article, they're all horrible. I mean, they're they're it's it's excruciating to watch. They need the MST three thousand, the three little silhouettes down there. You need those guys to riff on it to make it watchable. But it's because it's just really, really bad. But what was interesting here is not only the fact that the, the, they're all whoppers, but to make this union look. Bad, I mean, he's created more jobs in the last two years than any other president has in four. <laughs> and uh, and then you had of course. Uh, you had uh, Bono sitting there for some unknown reason, and then and and then he I don't know why, and, mm. and then he he brings up the family of this uh, kid Tyree whatever his name is that was uh, shot Martin Tyree Martin or whatever his name is Nickel, right. I, I, Nichols okay yeah and uh, he uh, he has his parents there, and the whole thing is to virtue signal. Uh, of, of course, it was awful, but the whole thing is to virtue signal, and the implication I don't know if he actually mentioned racism, but that was the implication. And again, it's five black officers killing a five. And it, it, I, I didn't watch, but I saw in the background they were on screen a real long time. So I don't know what the hell they were talking about. Maybe I'm surprised Bono didn't come up to a song about it or something, but just incredible. And then you have your favorite, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was uh, wearing, <laughs> I, I, again, is this not theater? She looked so, like Cruella
1: Deville. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I
0: think that's the look they were going for, clearly. Who dresses like that now? Uh, but uh, she, you know, she was, I think, <laughs> and I think this is theater. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, went to answer, the same casting call that uh, AOC did because they, these, I mean, these, they, it's just that they, they do such ridiculous stuff. She had to know, but again, what, what did that do? That tons and tons of, and there was actually, there's not very many good left-wing memes. Almost all the good memes come from the right, but there was a good one where they put her with her hands over her mouth shouting and the, uh, they superimposed that into Salvador Dali's melting man uh painting, which was it was clever. It was pretty funny. But I have no idea what that what was about. I don't know how, you know, again, it's but people that watch this and they see the way these people act, these adults jump up and jump to their feet and cheer everything. And then you saw, you know, and Mitch McConnell is there, the, the leader of the opposition, and he's wearing his Ukrainian tie. I mean, it just you know, the whole thing is, I, I don't know how anybody watches it. And the only, I see clips of it like when Tucker covers it and ridicules it, but uh it's, I don't know how anybody can, and of course I, I mentioned in my article, the only time in history that I know of where a president claimed the state of the union wasn't good was Gerald Ford of all people. And I, I don't know why he did that, a former Warren commission member, but he said the state of the union is not good, no other president has ever done it. Every every other president claims the State of the Union is great. And then they go on to list how they've made it so great because they're so incredible and all these in, accomplishments that the people don't know because we're oblivious to these accomplishments because they, uh, they don't affect our lives. So, again, they're just liars and actors, but um, needless to say, it's not even good entertainment.
1: Um I I, I was kind of entertained by it. <laughs> it was entertaining to me um uh, to see uh Margie Taylor Green get up and start screaming. I'm like, what are you doing, you crazy lady? Like, you know, go away. She was walking around uh um, I think the Capitol with a balloon and yeah. taking pictures. Like, what is she is she, what is she getting paid to do? And then the other day she was argu- she was uh she, I, I don't know if she did an interview or she went on Twitter, but she was saying how how she doesn't have a life and being, you know, elected to office was the worst thing to ever happen to her because she has to work, <laughs> you know? And she says that, that they don't respect the work work life balance. And she's yeah, working she's all morning. the time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why'd you freaking take the job? Yeah. Like, what did you think this was going to be? Well, you're from the world of wrestling. How different, how different is that stuff from wrestling? What do you mean?
0: What what, what Marjorie Taylor Greene was doing and even some of the, just the, the yeah, heckling. Exactly. Yeah, it's I mean, like, it's not, I mean it's isn't own. that what they do in wrestling? I mean, yeah, and then the, the, the crowd hisses if they think they're bad, you know, and it's just... It's, it's, it's,
1: yeah, she it's, did a lot of they, that, you know, and, and then, um, you know, she's just a clown, and like you said, you, she had the the whole uh, Cruella DeVille uh, fur coat on, doing her yes, thing, yes, you know? Yes, 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 yeah. It was a mess, and then they got at Biden, they were all screaming at him, he turns and addresses them, and no one ever says the State of the Union is not good, you know? Yes. I was thinking about that when I was when I was watching it. I'm yeah. like, I will, will, ever, will we ever see a president come on here and say, the State of the Union is weak, you yeah. know? I don't think we ever will. We oh, screwed. I, I I know you've been traveling, Tony. you're over there by Doc Holliday's place, you know, so uh, <laughs> I don't know if you got a chance to see the, the new Wild West, you know, up in DC, and, and how it goes down, the State of the Union address, but uh, I am sure you have some opinions, what's up?
2: Well, we almost uh, got a live depiction on Arabic. We solved a cryptid mystery, perhaps because my dog just turned into the chupacabra. I'm glad that I had the uh, the mic muted. Beans the brave does not like other dogs, and I was yeah. I was thinking maybe I can get an hour where there's not. But we're in a, we're in an antique mall that my mom has in Denison, Texas. This is where Wise Wolf is, and there was a dog that walked by, and I'm glad I had the mic muted. So she's now in the in the uh, rental car. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna finish out the rest of the show. Yeah, I talked about this on the on the David Knight show and I hosted uh, Wednesday and you know it just was a, a freak show. Um, you know, you talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson as opposed to Carl Sagan. And it's really like the true definition of entropy is things break down. I mean, look at, you know, when Don was was little, he had JFK kids today have Joe Biden. I mean, this is how far we have fallen. I mean, this is what's you look at Congress and I prefer uh, Thomas Jefferson as one of my heroes. He put the State of the Union in writing. Uh, He didn't deliver it in live. There was no pomp and circumstance. And that tradition lasted all the way to our first PhD president, Woodrow Wilson, uh, who got us in the war to end all wars and gave us the Federal Reserve, the income tax, the 17th Amendment and uh, free trade. So, yeah, there wasn't a good our our reintroduction of the State of the Union has followed our decline. So I'm a fan of just sending it back. Uh, they should just tweet it out now. That's what I said. Trump should just tweet out the, the <laughs> state of the <laughs> union, so we don't have to listen to him either. Um, I'm, I'm just a fan of that. But yeah, you oh, can see it just and it, so much of uh, professional wrestling is in this, as you know, Billy. I mean, uh, they were calling Marjor, Marjorie Taylor Greene a balloon nationalist, even on revolver.news. News. The thing about this, all this with the Nord Stream pipeline, the right is completely fractured. Now, there's just there's no unifying anything in the right other than that the Democrats are bad. But that doesn't mean they don't agree on Ukraine and arming, you know, giving Ukraine hundreds of billions of dollars. That doesn't mean they don't agree on open borders and, 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 you know, taking the, uh, the direction of multinational corporations and the banksters. So they agree on the things that are killing us. So again, I I look at the state of the union. I, I, I don't know if you you look at uh, Biden's policy. What did he say? He's going to rebuild America what is this 1980? <laughs> you guys missed that boat. It's done. Like you, you you spent trillions to find people that didn't, you know, didn't actually attack us in the Middle East. You've you know you, you invaded sovereign countries with that. I mean, we have a a bankrupt foreign policy and then we've degraded our dollar uh 98 percent since 1971. So, anyway, all of this is just tracking back to this is the Uh, the embarrassing last act of the American empire, which again, uh, I want to, I want America to, to continue. And I love my country, but the people that rule it and the people that have uh, driven us to this, uh, this precipice um, are are not going to be able to stop it. And and that's my opinion.
1: Yeah, man, it it was, it was an incredible uh, hour and change of, of television, ladies and gentlemen, television gold. It should have been on TLC Right after, um, you know, 90 Day Fiance and everything else, it's it's reality television at its finest. The State of the Union, um, I, I quite frankly enjoyed it very much, uh, for the wrong reasons, of course. Let's talk about the um, the what is the, the the Twitter hearings? Do you guys have any thoughts on that, Don? Did you watch any of this? It was they 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 set these people up. And bash them for about an hour and a half, and, and that'll be the end of it, right? That's what's going to happen. Well, what?
0: no, nothing will happen. Well, I, I did see, and, and again, if you watch, it, it, this is why I think uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is an actor as well, because if you see, she can be very impressive at times. And in mm. that hearing, she was very impressive, very passionate uh, about um, she was blasting, uh, I think, the Indian woman or whatever, one of the ones that was in charge, because they had, ter- and she was talking about how they took her a countdown right in the midst of her campaign and how, you know, she, it was unfair. Cause that's what she used to, you know, for promotion and so forth. And it's somebody's shadow, man. I understand how that, that must feel, but uh, she was very, she was, no, there were no theatrics or anything. She was, and I think it was Carolyn, Carolyn Rose Goyden. I think she sent me the video. I would have not seen it otherwise, but you're, you're right. What'll happen. And, but that's what the, but really both sides do it. You know, Republicans, they're the stupid party. They're the ones that never do anything, but, the Democrats don't do a whole lot either. What really have they done since Biden got elected? I mean, there's, again, a lot of crazy rhetoric and more than the Republicans, but they, they never go to the extent that we think they're going to. The Republicans, though, you're right. I, I think this will be much ado about nothing, And you can already see what happens is that the, uh, they're trying to get uh, people in the Biden administration to testify, to very, and they're just snubbing their noses at him. Hunter Biden's a, a lawyer basically told him to F off. Because he's a, he's a big, typical mob CIA lawyer. This guy's a, the kind of lawyer that only the elitists get and will make sure their client is above all laws. But, you know, for the rest of the common riffraff, we can't get lawyers like that. It doesn't work that way. But they're, they're just... Been, and it, didn't they... Isn't that what they indicted a couple of the Trump people on refusing to to, to respond to Congress? Uh, so, but they're they're allowed to do that. And uh, but the Republicans won't do anything. And you can, if you... If you think they're going to do anything, look at that Kevin McCarthy sitting there smugly behind uh Biden cheering some of the stuff. Uh Mitch McConnell and his Ukrainian tie tie, those are the leaders of that party. So even the Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Matt Gates and all these people that are legitimate. There's nowhere near enough of them to make any difference because those those neocon, those stupid party leaders are going to stop it. So whatever, and I can say on Twitter, I don't know what's happening, but Elon Musk, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but I'm more shadow banned than ever. The other day, I couldn't uh, tweet at all. It said I'd reached my limit when I tried to do a first only tweet. Uh, it wouldn't let me follow people. My message just disappeared. So I, I don't know what they're doing. They t- still take followers. I can't grow there. So if that's their, uh, if that's the free speech platform, it's not working for me anyhow. So uh, Republicans, yeah, you need to investigate it. But I, I have no confidence that... Uh, they're just it. it is it is show. You're right. There's a handful of them that'll be OK. They'll say the right things. But you're right. Nothing will get done. The, the Republicans are famous for not doing anything. Look back on the presidency of Ronald Reagan. Look at the presidency of Donald Trump and you'll see sound and fury signifying nothing.
1: I typically agree with you, Don. But the only thing I do disagree with you on is that Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and that part of, of the right is legitimate. They're, they're, no, they're, I said, I said,
0: even if they are, oh, they're not okay, going to do I anything. Do yeah, I, I don't about. know. Even if they are, they're not going to be allowed to be. You saw what happened during the the vote for House Speaker. Yeah, they, the whole thing was, yeah, supposedly they got concessions from McCarthy. I, I don't know. They took Ilhan Omar off a committee or something. I, that's the only thing I saw that got done. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's, and, it's, and they it's, took her off of off, off of the committee for the wrong reasons. Yeah, not because, exactly. Not yes. because of anything she actually said or did. Just it was retaliation. That that's yes. what this is that's all what about. what it was. It was retaliation. You know, so yeah. it's 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 nonsense. Like, all right, I want to throw it to you, Tone. Right, I I want your comments on this. So, Lauren Bobart was losing her ever-loving mind, just like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene did. Right on uh, on with 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 the Twitter execs. I mean, screaming at them. So Lauren Bobart said. It was a freaking joke 8,000 times about this tweet that she made that apparently got her shadow banned, right? She said, Hillary must be pissed. It took the DNC until 2020 to successfully rig an election, right? Now, in front of the Twitter execs, she says, it was a joke. It was a freaking joke. It was a joke. So, so which part of it was a joke when you're running for office and pushing this off on the people is that a joke also because it's it's mirroring exactly what she said here in this tweet you know talking about the rigged election and it it continuing to push that narrative but now for the purposes of the Twitter hearings it's a joke and she's screaming and I mean this is what's going to uh put the last nail in the coffin for the Republican Party if they don't get it straight real quick if you think you're gonna get somebody in office with those two lunatics and Matt Gates running around doing dumb shit, good luck. Go ahead, Tone. What's up?
2: Well, I think um, you're looking at uh, the overall the decline of the Republican Party. I mean, you're watching that in real time. There is, I mean, there are some comments that come out of this little sect of about 20 people that sometimes <laughs> I agree with, but uh, overall. Um, no, it's just for theater. I mean, you're, they, they have no power. They have no say. And there really isn't a true opposition to what's going on. It's like you're, your house is burning down and the Republican Party offers to turn the air conditioning on. That's about the best that you're going to get out of this. Socialists change uh, the country. They change the laws. And then conservatives conserve that change. That's been uh, the the sequence of events in our lifetime, just conserving the changes that are made by the progressive left. Um, so, again, that that system is bankrupt and that's going to be I think we're entering a period of new politics. Um, this is just the beginning phase because people are going to just like in you know, 1858 when the Whigs imploded and the Republican Party was born. It'll be something like that, but maybe into two different parties. They're, they're, we're we're fracturing as a country politically and socially. That's been happening a long time, a lot of it by design. Um, there are some unintended consequences to those things, but it's a clown show, Billy. I mean, I've been paying attention to politics since I was a little kid. It's embarrassing to watch. Um, there are no more Ron Pauls. Where are they? You know, I, there's no there's no fiery eloquence speaking out against the the powers that be. It's, it's only theater. It's only fundraising. Every once in a while, you get some kind of morsel of a soundbite that you agree with, but we're starving in this country for people to really push back and have any sort of influence. It's just not happening. The political class, has the game completely rigged against us with the with voting? By the way, if you want to see a rigged election, go look at Bush v. Gore 2000. Go look at the Supreme Court decision. Go look at Anthony Scalia, his actual opinion on that, where they had never ruled on anything like it before, and they didn't set it as a precedent. That's never happened in the history of the Supreme Court. You want to talk about rigged, uh, go look at that.
1: Well, that's absolutely. And then you made a good point about Ron Paul. A track brown, what's up, buddy? He's watching. And and typically we go back and f- back and forth on this, and we always say, well, How did we get from Ron Paul to Donald Trump? How the hell did that happen? Like, I mean, it couldn't, it couldn't be more different. And Cooper, Cooper Sheen in the chat. Just want to say what's up. He did he had two incredible posts, right? This one right now, when 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 uh, Tony was referring referencing Ron Paul, and he says the days of Ron Paul type Republicans is over. And I think you're right. But he also said uh, something that made me laugh is uh, um, and I can't find it, but I'm going to go ahead and try to paraphrase uh, that uh, Joe Biden was rattled by the heckling from Mount Moron. And I, I thought that was dope. <laughs> that, that was fantastic. Mount Moron. That's what I'm going to refer to these people as from now on. What's up, Cooper? How you doing? Thank you for tuning into America Unplugged. Yeah, man, that's what we have to deal with, man. So it was a big mess. If you want to be entertained and you want to sit down and watch, great, do that. You want to be entertained and you want to be informed at the same time about what's going on, go ahead and do that. But do not engage in the process. Do not encourage these people, okay? Because if we engage, if we participate, we're only encouraging and promoting the nonsense. And that's what it is. And I don't want any part of it. I don't want to be involved with organized crime. And I don't want to be involved with complete and total lunacy. And that's what's going on on both ends of the spectrum right and left i want to have nothing to do with. all right let's talk about the grammys and we're getting up out of here real quick i know you gentlemen didn't watch i didn't watch okay but after the fact it blew up right satanic ritual or not don what are you thinking uh i I don't know did you get a a chance to see the satanic ritual that that took place
0: a little of it but it's you know on the clip but it's 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 you know these awards show if you want, nothing advertises a State of America 2.0 better than these award shows. There, First of all, it, it, you know, as, as an old rock and roller and somebody who loves music, I used to write songs. That was the first thing I started writing when I was young. Uh, I, I have respect for music. I, I, I'm sorry. First of all, I don't, I don't understand how Beyonce can has the most Grammy Awards of anybody in history. I think Brian Wilson has two of the Beach Boys. Wow. So, I mean, I, that's, that's, again, a reflection on who gets these awards. Uh, Barack Obama, I think, has two, by the way, as well. If you can figure that one out, let me know. But of course, he's also touring with Bruce Stringstream, one of my former favorites, too. So uh, what do I know? But uh, I don't think there was a rock star on stage. Uh, Was there a rock star? What I would consider a rock star, there is. Is there rock and roll music? It's not being celebrated anywhere. You you have uh, this kind of American Idol type of uh, whatever the hell it is, and... I don't. Was there anybody that wasn't transgender up there? I don't get it. I, I, I the one thing was lacking. I, I'm sure, as it is in all these award shows, are straight white males. And as a straight white male, you know, I'd like to see us represented. You know, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like the little, the little black girl back in the '60s that was looking for a black Barbie doll. You know, the straight white males. That's what we're gonna be doing. We're relegated to that. So, so uh, uh, I, I don't understand it. And certainly rock and roll. a lot of great music that was created, but you could say the same thing about the rock and roll hall of fame. If you look at the people they're inducting there, I mean, good God, they're not, they're not even remotely connected to rock and roll. So I, I don't know what's going on, but they've destroyed the culture. And I, the Grammys hasn't been worth, I think my favorite Elvis Costello, finally they gave him a Grammy one, I think at one point, but it's typically dominated by people who I think people we used to make fun of Yeah, insipid music I mean, most of these uh, females especially are just – they're dancers, really. Right. They're dancers that can lip sync. They don't play instruments. They don't write songs. And I just – you know, I don't have any respect for that, and I think they should be celebrating the people that do. And there are great groups out there still. Vertical Rising is my favorite band right now. I don't think you're ever going to see them at a Grammy show. I think they're still together. Uh, Our Lady Peace is very good. Chantal Kreviazuk. where is she? She's got more talent and, you know, her little toenail – than Beyonce has in her whole body. Where was she? She's not. She's not celebrated. So they have no idea of what talent is. I don't think. But that's 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 part of, a, of American you know, culture in in America 2.0. It's to celebrate. And, and what was the uh, what's the woman that was walking around in a thong? I think she's a woman. The the, the uh, obese what Willis or whatever the hell? I don't. She's a one neighbor <laughs> Liza. Whatever. I mean. I, I, I mean. I have no idea who the hell this is. But she's, first of all, what you? why do you pick somebody like that to walk around in a thong? Why can't we have Susanna Hoffs of the Bangles walking around in a thong out there? Somebody you'd want to see in a thong. Who wants well, not to see
1: her really now, Don? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's been some time. You, well, you that's true. I, well, I still I still bet she looks
0: better than Lizzo. <laughs> I don't know. They find somebody. I don't know. There's got to be some, some young singer out there or something. But if they have to have it. But it's a celebration of obesity. It's a celebration of ugliness. And that's where all the transgender stuff comes in. Everything's a freak show. Everybody's wearing pajamas or fashions that don't make any sense. That would have been laughed at of any fashion show 50 years ago. And, of course, the music is, if it's even there, I don't even know. You're talking about Jay-Z and The Last Supper, The Satanic Ritual. I don't know what any of that has to do with music. But you're not going to see four lads from Liverpool type up there with guitars, you know, singing songs they wrote. So it's, it's disgraceful, but you could say the same thing about Hollywood as well. It's the same, it'll, that'll be, the Academy Awards will be the same kind of thing. It'll be a celebration of diversity, which will be, you know, 90% transgender and they'll be talking about woke movies and what movies prove the point. And it's America 2.0. And, and anybody that remembers the old America, it's, it's, that's, again, I would, I, especially for Muslims, cause you know, they, they can't stand this even more than they're, they're the ones that are not common sense culturally about some things. But, uh, Guantanamo Bay, you want torture, make them watch the Grammys. Make them watch the Academy Awards. Make them watch the Emmys. That'll drive them crazy. I can guarantee you.
1: (laughs) Tony Arterburn, for closing thoughts, uh, what did you think? Did you see it? Did you see uh, the satanic ritual that took place on stage? Like, I have a hard time arguing with this anymore, right? Like, at this point, what am I supposed was, to say? It's, uh, it it's in your face. A ritual. <laughs> Go ahead. Brother.
2: It's in your face. I think so. Let's look at the timeline. Back in the late 50s, you had uh, Elvis provocatively swaying his hips. That was a huge thing. Big uproar, <laughs> lots of backlash. You fast forward to 2004. Janet Jackson has a wardrobe malfunction. Everybody yeah. pushed back. This is crazy. And I think we're just a few years out from live human sacrifice. I mean, this is how <laughs> yes, far yes, yes. we've fallen. I mean, that's <laughs> this is what's going on. So, I, I, you know, I don't know, Billy. It's uh, we're. The 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 train has left the station. Our culture is in massive decay. It's being pushed by these people, and I clearly think that um, the cancel culture itself has been a ritual. It's it's human sacrifice uh, without the knives, at, at least for now. I mean, they're just taking people out, taking their careers, taking everything they ever were, erasing their past, making them unacceptable. That's human sacrifice, is it not? I've talked about this as a ritual uh, a long time. So um, anyway, this is this is where we are. Um, this is, um, as Don says, America 2.0. Uh, is it terminal? Possibly, but all the institutions—we're in a fourth turning, so the in, in institutions are decaying. Uh, things unravel, things come apart. Um, but I do think that there is a lot of good things happening right now. I think a lot of people are pushing back on this, heading towards back towards tradition, uh, because they see, you know, you could end up like Madonna. I mean, I think it might have been Dr. Jill Biden that actually operated her because she's not actually a doctor because she looks like <laughs> the puppet from Saw. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, that I, I think that's where we are, Billy. And Speaking
0: this. of another dancer with no talent, but I, there you go. She might have started the trend. And the I, I, have one, no, I don't
2: have <laughs> a recommendation for anybody. I leave the, the recommendation for thongs up to Don. and He seems to be a
1: good judge <laughs> of that. Don's so. got this covered, man. Um, next, uh, you know, in, in, in a few years on the Grammys, did you see a... Uh, Sean Smith perform a ritualistic sacrifice on a live human. <laughs> on stage. It it was amazing! It was, it, re, it really touched the chord, you know, with uh with music fans everywhere. It's edgy, right? Very edgy. Um, <laughs> wh- what a what a a disaster that is! This is a week that we can point at of, of nothing but disasters on the political sector, on the cultural set. I mean, just disaster, right? And uh, and of course. Uh, the possible false flag, you know, uh, with the pipeline. Keep your eyes open and your ears open, ladies and gentlemen. This is America Unplugged right here every, two, every, every Tuesday, listen to me, every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on, on Rockfin and anywhere else we are streaming. And you can go to AmericaUnplugged.com, uh to find the podcast, do the thing. Tony, tell the people where they can find you. What's up, man?
2: you can find my website is arterburn.news, my last name.news, and you can subscribe there. I'm going to be sending out an article pretty soon, so stay tuned for that. And uh, wisewolfgoldandsilver.com, where we have a new program called Wolfpack. You can join for as little as $50 a month. Just set your savings on automatic. We will buy your medals for you. Send them directly to your door. Go check out uh, wisewolfgoldandsilver.com and
0: or wolfpack.gold.
1: Yep, absolutely. Dyn Jeffries, what is going on?
0: Uh, websites, donaldjeffries.media, uh, Substack, where I just uh, wrote about some of these things uh, yesterday, uh, donaldjeffries.substack.com. I protest. I appreciate it. It's the only place where my <clears throat> presence is being allowed to grow because the social media everywhere else at Don Jeffries, Twitter, try to follow me. Maybe they won't unfollow you. I still need followers there, but I'm shadow band there, shadow and Facebook, but uh, three books coming out in some kind of order. I got the Beatles book. I wrote with uh, my friend, Bob Wilson. It's coming out soon. I got the COVID book masking the truth it's going to be coming out pretty soon too and then uh hidden history 3 which uh, you know skyhorse wants but we're kind of uh, in the dispute over something so we'll see when that comes out but probably three books this year it looks like
1: okay absolutely my name is billy ray valentine uh go check out the infinite fringe infinitefringe.podbeam.com and the infinite fringe on apple podcast uh also right here america unplugged which we already plugged freeworld.fm go sign up we have a landing page if you go to freeworld.fm.com put in your email address and we will let you know when it's ready to pop off ladies and gents thank you for joining us here on america unplugged yet another week hey tone can you see the chat
2: yes on rock fan
1: yeah 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 can you can you shout a couple of people out i gotta find some.
2: Yeah, Harps is in the chat. Angry Tiger. Uh, I know Jason Barker was in there, and we did get a tip. Uh, Tom Cooper is in the chat. Rhonda Tate. Gardner Goldsmith, the Magnificent. What's up, Guy? Uh, let's see. Um, I'm just going back through. I, it's hard to find the tips, and that's that's really um, yeah. terrible of us. But it was, uh, if you guys know like the volume of of chat and then like trying to scroll back through manually, and I'll find it, and then I'll miss it. I think it was Angry Tiger. Or no, Jason... Selman uh gave us $20 and says first time listening live live from love from Canada. Well thank you very much.
1: Thank you buddy. We appreciate appreciate that man. That's dope. Um Angry not Angry Tiger. What's up Tiger man? Uh, Angry I was on Angry Tiger's uh show the 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 Tigers yeah. Den.
0: Yeah and nice. he was
1: gracious enough to have me on. Uh I had a blast with him. He's they're really good at what they do. Go check yeah. out yes. Go check out Angry Tiger and his show and of course uh, Jason Barker and his show. Nights of the Storm, Night the whole the storm. deal. Um, they, they're they're really good at what they, they do. They are. Yep. Um, w- we'll have them on as guests soon. Gardner Goldsmith, I was on his show. What's up, sir? Thank you for having me. It was an honor. You know it was. We had a good discussion. Uh, uh, little John, it's his birthday tomorrow. Oh. Uh He's gonna be twenty nine. What's up, young man? All right. Uh, <laughs> I hope I hope you have a blessed one. Uh, we here at America Un- Unplugged collectively wish you nothing but the best man thank you for tuning in as often as you do um what else did i do this week i was on with tone tone had me on at um the david knight show when he filled in thank you tone it's always an honor thank you for thinking of me i appreciate it um what else did did we have A track brown is in the chat for the first time that's that's (laughs) my dude it's one of my oldest friends in life um and uh, he is now responsible for running the PW hustle since I'm not around as often as I should be, but uh, he's doing a stupendous job. He has crazy thoughts. Those thoughts are his. They are his own, but, uh, <laughs> but I love the guy. Thank you. A-Track Brown for tuning in. It was dope of you. Um, what else we got here? Uh, Vince Agnelli was in the chat. What's up, Vince? How are Boy, you? Vince, The mighty, the real McCoy. What's going on? Chris Graves, who I leaned there on is. a little bit this week. I wanted Chris Graves to find, the footage of the monkey transplant head, which we didn't find, but he came very close. He did find articles. Uh, we'll keep we'll keep finding that. And another thing that I wanted to find is I, I spoke with uh, with John Brissom on um, on the Fringe about the Miles Guo, um Steve Bannon uh, blood ritual that they performed in front of the Statue of Liberty, signing the new constitution for the Chinese government that exists, that footage exists. I think Colin Wysong found something and sent it to me. I got, it, I got to see it to wow. see if it actually has that footage. But, but Chris Graves, go check that if you can, because I want to play it here for the people. Uh, I, I think it's important for people to see. This was a few years ago. John Brissom put me on, but we did that. Uh, also, uh, uh, what is it? Um, taking Down the CCP, we, we did a, a review of Miles Gwals' song. So go check that uh a rem is in the chat what's up a rem how are you doing tom cooper ronda tate my all-time favorite ronda is in the chat what's up Rhonda? how you doing uh what else we got uh let me see if i missed it who's on youtube sir oh we got uh
0: white wolf colin weiss on cat goida knights of the storm over here too chris graves over here cooper sheen uh tapper clapper John Bassiglone, trapper, trapper. it was eight, eight track Brown. That's a great name. Bernie Sauce. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, oh, D, there were a lot of people here. D goof that we got to make sure we take this down. But <laughs> we got a lot of people over here now. Um, mm-hmm. Yana Anna Wadi. lots oh. of people, and of course, Chris and I think I mentioned him,
1: and uh, uh, Ray Band,
0: of course, Ray Band, and of course, Felix. Six Felix says oh. a lot, a lot of people there.
1: Right, right, right. Okay, everybody, if we didn't mention you, my apologies. There's more people on the Rockfin end of things, and I'm searching. What's up, Harps? How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm still looking for more. If we didn't get you, I'm sorry. My apologies, but um, that's it. We're getting up out of here. Tony, for, thank you for giving us a little bit of extra time. Don, thank you for your insight, and everybody, thank you for your ears and your eyes. We're getting up out of here. Don't burn the place down while we are gone. We will see you next week, okay? Take it easy now. Bye-bye. Sure.
0: See. At home, there are seven to you boys in there, like your phone. Just sure. being in a gang called the disciple.